Hey friends, happy Monday. I have an amazing episode for you today and an awesome interview with my friend, Kristen. So Kristen is an online business growth coach and a faith-led entrepreneur because I'm committed to only allowing guests come on the show who are submitted to Christ because that needs to be the foundation of not only this podcast, but all of our businesses. And Kristen's mission is to help people create and build organic traffic online to help grow their business with more intention and ease. She's the host of the podcast, Make Beautiful Things. Now her podcast was recently renamed. It used to be called Business and Breakthroughs. So in today's episode, when you hear her referencing her podcast, Business and Breakthroughs, just realize that it has been renamed to now Make Beautiful Things. She has over 190 episodes. You definitely need to go check out her show. It will be linked down in the show notes. And after putting all of her systems in place over the years, she has learned to grow an online audience and she's had her own online audience over 10 million with 38 million page views. And she even grew her own email list to 50,000 people with her brand that she co-founded ZiggityZoom.com, which is a family fun and early learning brand. So you could definitely say that Kristen is a guru when it comes to knowing how to build a website that actually converts. And that's what she's here to talk to you about today, how to make your website convert so that you can get more clients in your coaching business. I'm so excited for you to meet her. Let's do it. Hey mama, welcome to Bibles, Babies, and Business. Are you ready to start an online biz, quit your nine to five, and stay home with your kids? Are you up late at night Googling online business ideas, how to market myself, and how to get my first paying client? Do you have lots of ideas, but feel overwhelmed when trying to figure out which ones to focus on so you can move your business forward? Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, I too felt drained by my day job and wished I could find a way to make money online. I wanted time freedom and the financial freedom to be a stay-at-home mom, but imposter syndrome kept creeping in and telling me, you could never make enough money doing that. And what if you do try and you fail? But then I discovered how to build an online coaching business from home. In this podcast, you'll find biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, online marketing tips to help you start and build an online coaching business from home and a whole lot of mom life because we're doing it all with a baby on our hip. So grab your Bible, snuggle your baby, and let's build your business because you were made for this. Hey friends, welcome back to the Bible's Babies and Business podcast. I'm here with my friend, Kristen. She is um, first and foremost, a friend of mine. She's like, uh, we were kind of talking before, kind of like a colleague, if you will, like in the online um, business, online coaching space. And she is an online business growth coach. I'm so excited for you to meet her. Uh, we're going to be chatting about how to make your website convert, which is a conversation we have not yet had on the podcast. So I'm super stoked for you to hear the wisdom and the light that Kristen has to bring to the table. Kristen, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be here, Cammie. You are such a just joy and light. And I've loved getting to know you in the mastermind that we've been part of and just getting to do this, uh, you know, swap of our podcast. So thanks for having me. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, friends who are listening, um, as Kristen just mentioned, she, we, we met in a mastermind, you know, even coaches have coaches. That's how we continue to grow. Uh, so we met in um, this really immersive mastermind. It was a great experience. We were working closely together for 90 days. And Kristen does have her own podcast, which we'll get into here in a little bit, because you're definitely going to want to go uh, take a listen, subscribe to her podcast. But Kristen, uh, before we get into all of that, can you tell us a little bit about your your story? What led you here? You know, what was was your unique, fun, and interesting, amazing path and journey that led you to where you are right now in business? Yeah, so I think like a lot of your listeners, you know, I'm a mom, and now, while my kids aren't little babies anymore, they're you know they're bigger, so they're very much more independent. Uh, they're still at home though. I've always had that desire, right, to have more of the type of business where I could have flexibility, right? I could have freedom of time and, of course, um, financial freedom as well. So I've done lots of things. You know, almost 20 years ago, I was actually working in the online space. I've worked for businesses where I did consulting. I did workshops. So I've been in this space for a really long time. And then in 2008, I started, a co I co-founded a company called Ziggity Zoom with my mom, actually, who's an artist. And I was more the online, you know, techie girl, if you will, the creative director. And we started that in 2008, which we still have that company, but I'm not working it, you know, full time. I, I work it, you know, kind of as a part-time thing. But that basically is in the early education and family fun space. And that's where I really took the things I started learning in online and applied them to our business and saw huge growth over the years, right? Where we reached uh, over 10 million families and teachers. And we continue every day to have tons of people sign up for our email list, even if I'm not adding new content. But what happened is while I love that, I'm very passionate about that space, I was starting to feel more like I needed to really work with women again to with that financial and the flexibility. So more women could be at home with their kids. So more women could experience the impact they really do have in their homes and in the world. And so that's when I decided I really want to step more into this coaching and consulting on my own again. And so that's when this, you know, actually it was last year, I said, I really want to step into this full time. And so that's when the podcast launch was last May. And of course, I rebranded it business and breakthroughs. But it's really to empower women to take the businesses they're starting, right? So coaches or podcasters, could be writers or speakers or any online entrepreneurs and help them just grow their message so they'll have more impact and that they can have that flexibility to be more available to their families. And so really, you know, my focus has been about creativity and encouraging women and, um, you know, just how can I help them having more legacy, you know, at home and in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that message just that hit home really for not only me as, as I'm a soon to be mom, but I know so many of our listeners are either mothers right now, or they are right about to walk into that season mm -hmm. and are on this business adventure, starting this business, not only because they're walking in obedience because God told them to, but, but also to really serve their family. Mm -hmm. Um, a, there's a quote that says, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. And that is just such a, like a heartbeat of this show um, that we really can make an impact from the inside of our home, not just in the lives of our husband and, and our kids, but also in the home through online business. And there's just so much fruit that can come from that. Of course, yes, like financial fruit, like you were talking about financial freedom, paying off debt, having... um 
that that flexibility no cap of your income but also like the freedom of time which is the one resource that we just never honestly ever get back and so I just love that you're here and that that's so important to you as well. I would actually love to dive in a little bit more before we get to the practical tips that I know you have for our listeners on, you know, making your website convert. I'd love to dive in a little more to the coaching that you're doing right now. Can you tell us a little bit about like where your business is right now and like who's specifically that person that you're serving? I know you mentioned coach, podcaster, um, but can you tell us like a little bit more about that? Like what's that transformation look like? Yeah. And so as I've been, you know, pivoting, I guess, my business, I'm still honing that a bit, but really where I believe my sweet spot is, is it someone that's already started, right? They have either a coaching business, they have a podcast, they're already a speaker or they're a writer, and some of them are multiples, but they're Mm -hmm. still trying to step into something new. They're still reinventing themselves. So they're kind of stepping into a new season, right? Where, for instance, one woman that I've worked with, she's a singer, she's a writer, you know, she's, she's a speaker, but she's about to step into podcasting. And so it's that, where can I help people kind of, um, she was going through a season of uncertainty and not really sure where God wanted her to show up in her life because she is all these things. And so it's helping them at that intersection, you know, of like, they know they have gifts. They've probably done some of the work in one of these areas, but they need someone to help them, you know, see through what they're not seeing, be accountable. And then of course it gets, tactical as well you know so it's I'm really there to encourage them help them with the tactical help them with the technical if if you will Um, so it's really how can I help them through that season of growth into a bigger uh, stage really that God wants them on in more impact in the world oh so good and I love that you bring a faith perspective to the table I think that is a total game changer not only in um in ourselves and really inviting the Lord into our business, but also for our clients as well. So I so appreciate that. And, and, um, having you bring that wisdom and perspective onto the show. So, okay. Website, making it convert, having a website. I would venture to say that probably most of the women listening right now, most of them probably do not yet have a website, which maybe is honestly a perfect place to be because I do have a website And I'm currently in the like home renovation phase, if you will, of my website. So when you and I were chatting, you know, off recording about how to make your website convert, and you were telling me the numbers of which your company, ZigbyZoom, was like hitting when it was, you know, email subscribers and just impacting people's lives, it was like mind blowing to me. So give us some little practical wisdom on how can we make a website that converts and thus creates impact uh, the way that your website has? Yeah. So uh, the first thing I'll just say is, so the the website that I had, zigadizium.com, which is obviously in the family fun learning space, the difference between that and then like business uh, websites that I have, you know, for my consulting coaching business and you have, and a lot of your listeners will have, we're not as content heavy or centric as that business was. So of course the numbers, and if I share any of those, you know, that site was content heavy, right? There was lots of things we were doing. We were producing a lot of content. So the goal isn't so much to get huge numbers. The goal is to get Uh, people that are interested, right? Connecting with the right people that'll hopefully become, you know, people we work with, our clients, our customers. And so I just want to make that caveat because I think it's important that sometimes we do hear people's bigger numbers, right? Whether it's a social media metric or whether it's website metrics, 
and we feel a little overwhelmed, like, oh my gosh, how could I ever get there? But I just want to remind people, it's not so much about the number. It's more about just showing up and doing the work to improve what we put out there. And so I would just start with that and then I can jump into some tips. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I love what you're saying, you know, you know, look, look at, look at the big numbers and realize what's possible, but don't get so stuck there that you're like at the bottom of the, at the mountain, excuse me, words, the bottom of the mountain, like staring up the tippity top thinking like, how, how am I going to get there? So recognize that like what Kirsten has experienced is possible, but your business looks a little different than what zigbeezoom.com is all about. Um, but recognize again, that like anything is possible and it's all about taking one step at a time. So I am here for this. I am sitting with my ears perked open just as much as anybody else is because a website is like website design, website um, connection, you know, generating leads through a website is not my forte. So I am so here for what you have for us. Mm-hmm. So good. Well, first of all, we could literally talk about this for several hours if we dove into all the parts of what we could do to improve our websites over time. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. obviously we're going to try to keep this simple and some really clear tactics for what, what we talked about, which is just how do you make your website convert a little bit better? So the first thing I'd say is if you don't have a website yet, the great place to start is just getting up at least that several page website. And if you don't have that, you can always start with somewhere else you can be found, right? Like a Facebook page or elsewhere. But I think every business at some point, once you start having clients or looking to get clients, you do need to get a website. Okay. So I would say when people ask, like, do we need a website? You do at some point. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'll just start with saying that. So here's the first thing I would tell you to get your website to convert. It starts with having exceptional content that brings value to the people that you're trying to reach. You need to speak to your person, right? Your woman, your Lola, whatever you call them. And this starts with really doing the market research. And I know we've just gone through more of this with with the mastermind we went through, but it's really important because you have to know, how are you helping them? Just like you asked me, what kind of coach am I? If we just say like, yay, I'm a life coach. And that's all we say on our website no one's going to get value from my website. They truly aren't, right? It's just about me. It's about me saying what I do. So what we have to do is we have to create exceptional value with the content on our website. And we're going to talk more about how we do that in a second, but it's that market research and something that a lot of people get stuck in is they have too generic of an offer. And then they wonder why nobody's like filling out the little email lead or getting their freebie. It's because two issues there. One is They're putting it everywhere on their website and it's generic. So it doesn't connect with what the messages of the page is or it just is vague. And so it doesn't really speak to anybody. You know, you're not reading it saying, oh my God, that's me. Like I need this. And so the message here is have exceptional content that really gives value before someone's paying for anything. Right. And this isn't new. We've heard this before. Uh, but, and then make sure your offer is specific to what is, what's their biggest pain point? What's their biggest struggle? And what do they want most? What's that transformation they want? If you're the thing you're trying to give them, whether it's to sign up for your email or some um, little workbook or a checklist, if it's that specific, they're going to want to sign up. They're going to want to raise their hand and say, oh my gosh, I want more of this because it's so amazing. So that's the first thing that really matters instead of just Don't get me wrong, I'm a big fan of trying alert boxes and putting opt-ins on your website and testing them in different places, but you're going to get the actual conversion. If the content is really good, it speaks to your actual person, not to everyone, and then it's put in a place where 
I've already gotten a lot of value from you. And then you say, hey, would you like more of this amazing content? That's how you convert. That's the first way. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So many things I could say here, but you know, I, I want to keep my mouth closed for most of this because I want to listen to all the wisdom you had, but two points I really want to kind of highlight here for the people listening is the first, very first thing you said is, do I need a website? The answer is yes, but the time, the timing is really important there. Um, a lot of the listeners that are currently listening, they are usually starting on social media. And so if you're first starting right now, please don't be overwhelmed by the idea that like, oh my gosh, I just started creating content last week on social media. And now I need to like jump into a website. No, pause, pump the brakes. You will eventually need a website that you own and you can just, there, there's no um, silly algorithms on there, um, but you don't necessarily need that yet. So that's the first thing I wanted to highlight that uh, what Kristen said. The second thing is that you have to be oh so darn crystal clear on who it is that you are, what you do, and who you serve. That means that you're going to have to get into the nitty gritty of doing some market research. If you don't know what that is, then come join the Mom Boss Coaching Academy. I have that for you. We will walk you through how to do market research so that you know who you're speaking to. And then you have to convey that in a language and message that makes sense to your ideal client. Um, I like to use the example of if there are two cardiologists, two heart doctors having a conversation about a patient and their condition out in the hallway, they can use fancy language because they both went to medical school. They can use the high level medical terminology. But the second that that doctor walks into the patient's room to explain to the patient what's going on, they had better change their language if they are a good doctor so that the patient can understand exactly what is happening. The same concept here. If you are using your own language to try and market yourself online, friend, I love you, but that that's not it. That's not it. We have to use the language of our ideal client. So Kristen, this is so good. Continue. Take the floor. Yeah, and, and just to add to that, because it is this really is so important. And I'm going to be honest, whether you just start a business or like I'm redoing, you know, starting a new business, if you will, I'm still struggling through this. So I want people to understand this isn't a one and done thing. You know, and the reason I'm just emphasizing what you just said is I'm still working through, I was using certain language, but when I started doing more of my research and polling, I said, that's not words people are using, even though other people said, oh, I like this word. It's not the right wording. So I'm continuing to have to iterate and tweak, right? That's what's going to happen. And so like you said, we don't have to feel overwhelmed by this. Just realize it's going to be an iterating thing. It's going to be a continuous improvement and you understanding your audience better. Absolutely. A refining process. It's continually refining and everybody is doing it like, or should be doing it. Every business, like it's not just something for beginners. This is people, you know, if you've been in the the business for decades, you should still be doing continual research on your audience. Love it. hundred percent. So the next thing, the next tip is, um, you need a call to action. Actually, you need them everywhere online. Right. And I'm sure for social, like Instagram, you talk about this because it's super important but you need a call to action on your homepage if you do have a website or when you get it. Here's what's crazy. 75%, I'm sorry, 70% of small businesses, small business websites don't have a call to action on their homepage. So in other words, they're missing out. People don't know what to do next. Mm. And so the reason this is important is if you don't give them a call to action, they're not really sure. Like what's my next step? What, where should I be guided to? So if you want to help that, then you need to say like, what is the call to action I'm using to drive behavior? And if you don't have a call to to action, 
what does what is it that you want to have them do it might be sign up for an email but it might be come join a three-day challenge it might be right so what is it and from that i would just add um one thing you need to do is what's your lead generation strategy for your website and this could be for social too but what does a lead mean to you right now right because for some of us we might mean oh i just want to get more people on my email list and that's amazing and wonderful other people it might be i'm trying to get them in my community Right. And so you can do all those things, but there's probably one that's the most important to you. So make sure that call to action is in the right places, homepage and then other places that make sense throughout your website. Yeah, absolutely. The thing that I've, I've always heard is don't make people guess. Make that's it right. so clear. Like if you and this goes for your website, your content on Instagram, your Instagram stories, don't make people have to guess what to do and don't make them jump through a whole bunch of like really confusing hoops in order to make it happen. Um, try and make the path as easy and clear as possible and as simple. Like if people are too overwhelmed or if your your strategy, whether it's on your website or your social media is too confusing, people are just going to log off and go find an easier way. So try com, more complex is not necessary is actually hurting you in this is what I'm hearing in this instance. We want more simplicity. Yeah, I would just highlight three things there before we jump on our next tip. One is three just tips or like little little bits. Mm-hmm. One is we say, I mean, for 20 years we've said there's a five second rule. You know, you have five seconds for them when they go to your website. This is true with social too, I'm sure. But they have five seconds to they want to know what you do, who you are, and how to contact you. And if you have missed the you know, boat there, they're leaving. You know, even even if we aren't um, businesses where we want to publish our phone number, people feel more comfortable from a trust signal if you have your phone number on there. Maybe it goes to voicemail, maybe it goes to like a, you know, but they want to know like you're a real person, right? This is like a legitimate business. And then, uh, sorry, you said the simplify. You're right. That's exactly right. Tell them the steps and keep it simple because you're right. People don't want to guess. They just want to know like, is, am I in the right place or not? And then the third is you're right about design, what you said. So much data, and I could I did a whole episode on this that's coming out next week. They will not stay on your website if it doesn't work on their mobile device, if like it is unattractive, we'll go to a they'll go to a competitor. And so those things do matter actually, you know. So I just say those before we jump into the next um yeah. tip. All good things, all good things. Okay, next start blogging if you're not and believe me i just i have a podcast episode coming out to a thursday and it is um why not having a blog is hurting your business uh seriously even in 2022 blogging is so important and here's why it is an evergreen content strategy because i have blog posts from five eight years ago i'm still getting traffic i'm still getting uh sites referring to that content I'm still getting Pinterest pins to our content, right? So it matters. They say 67% of businesses, I'm sorry, businesses that blog get 67% more leads than businesses that don't. Wow. Okay. And don't get me wrong. I get it. People are like, why do I need to blog? Not only that, they say if you have good blog posts, and I'm going to just give you a couple highlights there. The the people that come to your website spend 41% more time on that blog post, right? That information, because you're adding value, that first Mm -hmm. thing I talked about, and they're going to 25% more pages if you have blog content that is relevant to what they're looking for. And so Mm -hmm. what I would just say about blogs is, yes, there's lots of data on this, like how long should a blog post be? I'm not saying you have to blog every day, but you need a couple 
almost like how-to guides. So if you coach and it's about Instagram, then you should have the best guide about Instagram. It might take you a week to make this post. Do you know how much traffic you're going to get from it, though? Over time, it doesn't happen in a day. So blogging is so important because unlike social or even podcasting, where if we didn't podcast for a month, unless you're one of the big, big sites, my traffic numbers, I start seeing a drop to some extent. Mm-hmm. But blogging, once you build up that organic search and people linking to you, you'll still see traffic. It might drop a little. You'll still see it coming in. Okay, but you also have people that are more interested in working with you when you're providing all that that long-form content, if you will. So blogging is a huge key to converting your website. Like I said, 67% more leads if you actually blog regularly. Oh, so good. Now, friends, okay, before I can just like see your wheels turning here or I can hear them turning as you're listening, if you are just starting out, Kristen is talking about things that you are going to be doing in a, in a future season mm-hmm. right now. Just listen to this kind of like, as if you're watching the preview of a movie, that's going to be coming out in like six months, you're not necessarily starting this now, but Kristen is giving you amazing insight into what are the things that are going to take you to the next level. Once you have a strong foundation laid and honestly, just know this as you are creating content right now for social media, All of that content can be repurposed later down the road into a blog. You're going to have to edit it. You're going to have to tweak it to make it like fit the context of a blog, but just recognize that like you're not wasting your time right now in creating content for social media. All of this content can be repurposed later down the road into podcast episodes, blogging, things that can then live for a very long time on your website. 100%. I mean, just like the six-part series I'm doing right now on Thursdays on my podcast, I haven't had time yet to create it into some big, huge blog post, but obviously I will be adding that. And just so, like you said, just to let people feel a little bit better, because I've just relaunched my site a a month or two ago, I haven't even added any blog posts yet, okay? So don't, don't feel freaked out by my new site because I still have a lot of other work I'm doing still, and I'm redoing the podcast. And so but I have plans, right? I'm already mapping out what content I want to do for the website, Mm -hmm. but I just haven't, I haven't scheduled in the time to do my long, you know, my longer posts that I want that are going to be more like guides. So it's all a work in progress, but the goal will be for me to have several on there that show people all the information that I can help you with. And that I know, even if you want to do it on your own. Yeah, absolutely. I love this. I love that this can, because I'm a person that likes to know a little bit, even if I'm not there yet, I want to know what's coming. Um, Not only does it kind of just bring the future slightly more into clarity, but it also lets me know that like, Hey, there is, there is a step after this one, because a lot of times I think when we're first starting um, in the online space, Chris, let me know if you resonate with this, but it can kind of feel a little bit hard to see past like Friday, like, um, because you're in, you're in it, you're in the trenches, you're you're just starting it, you're just building it, but letting you know, like there is something on the other side of this, not only is there like more clients, like more income coming in, more traffic coming in, but there is like just reward on the other side and there's a next level and it's not magic. Like this is not magic how this is happening. This is of course, Holy Spirit um, gifting and Holy spirit prompting paired with some strategy. And so you are going to see the fruit of this. If you keep going, 
Um, so just let this episode be a glimpse into what is possible for you and your business in the future. Mm, so good. Yeah. And that's the thing is really like, like I just mentioned, just keep those notes, keep those. Like if you have that list of where you put all your content ideas, even for social, or if you're starting to coach people and you have, you know, those themes that are coming up, that is the type of stuff that at some point you might do an extended, you know, blog post, or really it's just long form content. It's just in a written form. It, versus sorry, it cut audio. out for like 15 seconds. Can you, the, let's see, the last thing, Oops. you know, list of like the content that you, um, yeah. it, was, it was on my end. Sorry. I'm sometimes in my office, it goes a little wacky. Uh, when we record for years, I'll move to the kitchen. But the last thing I heard you say was, um, keep the list of your content that you're utilizing on social media. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. And like what, what Tammy just said, I think that's such a good point, which is if you have a list of you're keeping a spreadsheet or a list of kind of like content you're doing on social right now. And are you still there? Did it freeze on us again? Yeah. Let me go ahead. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's rare that this happens and this is like the Well, I just closed more stuff in case it was me because I was like, huh. So I have almost everything closed now just in Let case. Let me move to the kitchen. I was in this room because it was better from like a sound perspective and it rarely has an issue. But well, just it's hard to say like one of my sons might be on Zoom for his school and it, normally I don't have any issues either, but on occasion it happens, you know, that's the magic well, and not magic about the- technology. It gave me the little message like your internet is is unstable, so it's probably on my end. Okay, sorry about that. I'm yeah, both. before I closed my browser, it was it was kind of weird to me too. Okay, okay. sorry. I'll, I'll no, you're good. You're good. Something similar. Okay. Yeah, kind of like what we both just brought up, which is um, even if you're not at this point yet, if you're keeping a list of the content that you're publishing on social then that is eventually will inform what you can do with long form content that's in the written form, you know, blog post, if you will, because that's really all, all it is. The other thing is, is if you're already coaching or you're getting ready to coach, I'm sure you're going to start seeing common themes or things that come up in that, write that stuff down if you aren't, because that will be what you can write, um, you know, content on at some point, you know, some of the things that they're overcoming or limiting beliefs or how to make money or whatever it might be. But that's all going to inform what you can do down the road for this long-term content um, using your blog. Oh man, that's so, that's so good. And this is honestly a little bit like how you can continually be doing market research. There is like a formal market research process that I've been through, Kristen's been through every, usually every business coach will have some sort of strategy or formal process to do market research, but you can kind of do like what I would call informal market research by just observing as you're coaching, what are the things that I keep seeing coming up for my clients, the goals that they have, the struggles that they're having, and you can be creating more content on this and then also be saving it, whether it's in a Google drive folder or or somewhere so that down the road, when you are ready for a blog and you are ready for a website, you may even have a team at that point. People can help you repurpose that content into a long form content, such as a blog. Um, maybe you're even starting a podcast. 
it, it's, it all builds on top of each other. And all of a sudden the snowball, like I, I envision like a snowball, like rolling down a hill, grabbing more and more snow as it's going, it's yeah. all going to compound on top of each other. So the thing, the last thing I want to leave them with, like, and, and then I'll hand it over to you is uh, you may be starting from like zero right now. There may be $0 coming into your bank account right here, right now. And maybe your first goal right now is just to get to $5,000 a month. And I don't mean just $5,000 a month. Like that is a huge, um, that's a huge thing to be proud of and, and feel really accomplished by. But just realize that the, what you may feel like is a struggle for you to get to $5,000 a month is not necessarily the struggle of what it's going to take for you to go from $5,000 to $10,000 a month or $10,000 to $20,000 a month. Because when you lay that strong foundation, your work starts to compound on top of each other. And um, so the, the ball gets rolling a lot faster. So just know that things are not always going to move as slow as you may be feeling like they are right now eventually you're going to hit this, this, this point in which things start accelerating and it accelerating in a great way and in an exciting way. So that's something to kind of keep on, keep in the back of your mind and view on the horizon. Mm, so good. So good there. So the last thing I'll leave you with as far as the tips is people, I'm sure you've heard this before, or many of you have people follow people. Okay. We don't follow brands or, Oh, Kristen's this business. Yeah, a lot of people do something that might be similar to what we do, right? They follow people, right? Why do they follow them? Lots of reasons. Your personality, your energy, your values, right? If you match up with maybe um, things that are important in their life, right? It could be faith. It could be their mom, you know, similar industries. So the first thing is be unique, really be yourself and don't be afraid to be yourself online, you know, share what you want. I don't mean you have to overshare here, but then share what you're comfortable with behind the scenes or give them a glimpse of something video, you know, especially if it's really, really directed towards your target person and then adding media rich content to your blog post or to your website, just like you would do on social mm -hmm. that matters. Okay. So that's the other thing. That's how you get it to convert is that I really connect with the person that I'm trying to bring, you know, in other words, they connect with me or, or you with their messaging, but with, with who they are, who they're showing up to be, because I can see their authenticity coming through. Right. And so that's just really important. And I have been there where I wasn't doing that. And I don't mean I was pretending to be something else with Ziggity Zoom. We were trying to compete with the Disney's of the world. So we were trying to not look like this pretty big blog. We were trying to look like a brand, not that we weren't a brand, but that was actually a disservice to us. So it wasn't because I was trying to be an authentic we were trying to compete with bigger sites. And so we thought that we, if we looked more professional, that was important. But in hindsight, it actually was taking some of our uniqueness away. Yeah. Oh, I love that that was the, the tip that you ended on. Um, it's something that I teach my clients um, from a social media standpoint mm -hmm. that like your presence, whether it is on your website, on your podcast, on your Instagram page, think of it as, and I say this, <laughs> kind of with a grain of funniness, but it's kind of like your reality TV show. It's keeping up with insert your name here. Right. Um, and again, not to mean that you have to share the most personal parts of your life. No, of course not. But people want to know that there is an actual human on the other side of the screen and they relate to humanness and people are going to be drawn to different quote unquote characters 
in your TV show. A character may be that maybe you always have the same coffee mug that you, you like to show, or maybe you have a really cute accent, or maybe you just have this bubbly personality, or maybe you have a more fiery personality, or maybe your husband comes on and sometimes does content with you. Different um, characteristics of you are what people are going to fall in love with, with your quote unquote TV show. And they're going to keep going back to your channel the same way that people watch uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, just to, yep. just to quote a famous reality TV show, um, create your reality TV show and, you know, mm -hmm. having boundaries, what you're, what you're willing to share, but realize that people are falling in love with you in this process. And you are what they are trusting um, in the, in the midst of what there, there's lots of competitors. There's lots of people in the online space, but they're really going to fall in love with who you are. Absolutely. So important. So yeah, that's the highlights. Believe me, there's so much more I could share about how to convert your website, you know, with opt-ins and email pop-ups. But the truth is this, these are the ones that I think just dig down a little bit deeper. Um, of course, pop-ups or like I said, the opt-ins or alert bars are great. I think you should test all of those things as well. And they definitely help you convert, but it has to be in the context of the things that I shared. Yeah, absolutely. Chris, and thank you so much for taking your time to come on to the show today. And I know that, that what you gave us is just like the tip of the iceberg. So can you tell the listeners where they can go and connect with you more and dive into more of this information? Yeah. So my website is kristenfitch.com. That's all eyes. And I know it'll uh, probably be linked in the show notes. Mm -hmm. And then my podcast is business and breakthroughs. So I jump into, like I said, mindset and tackling the tech. And, you know, it's today, I think it's a show's about how to avoid shiny object syndrome. So it's all the things, but yeah, I would love for you to come and connect with me online. Love it. Okay. Everybody go listen to Kristen's show, go follow her on Instagram. Um, again, all of that will be linked in the show notes. You don't have to remember it. Um, and Kristen, again, thank you so much. This is so much wisdom and something that we can like all look forward to again, knowing that like all the effort that we're putting in now is going to compound on top of each other. And we're going to get to that next season. We're going to get to that next level. And we're going to have like the name of your podcast. We're going to have breakthroughs in our business. Um, we just have to keep going. So thank oh, you. Absolutely. Cami, thank you for having me. It was amazing getting to talk to you on the show today. And yes, I just wish all your listeners well, because there's no question the sky's the limit for each of them. Hi friend, thank you so much for tuning in to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. If you learned something from today's episode or if it blessed you in any way, I would love to know. You can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review and I may just read your review on the show. Thank you again for being here and I pray that God would fill you with peace in your faith, your motherhood, and your business because you were made for this.